And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, totally triumphant. Tuesday, as we find unity from the Father, through the Son, and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, as we continue in chapter 1 of Galatians, uh uh-oh, we get down to what many consider to be one of the most forceful passages in the New Testament. I mean, we were talking top three. Paul says in verse 8, let God's curse fall on anyone including himself, who preaches any other message than the one they were told about. People try to demonstrate that speaking evil of leaders generates much trouble with God, but the truth of the matter is, according to Scripture, is that leaders who preach another gospel are to be cursed. In fact, anybody who preaches another gospel, whether it's human or angelic, or even a former faithful follower of Christ, is eternally cursed. Like, wow. And just in case most people missed it, Paul's saying it when he says, he reiterates it again in verse 9. He makes it very clear that somebody preaching a false gospel is to be cursed. Ironically, he uses the term angel as only one significant variant of the Christian faith claims to have been spun off by an angel. Think about it. It's not too difficult to understand when the angel has a name that's close to moron. Well, you got to start thinking about that. Get to that in a second. And then finally, Paul finishes his thought by ensuring everybody understands that he's not trying to be a people pleaser. It is hard not to be a people pleaser because people are all around us and we want to receive their acceptance. Hurts me personally when people reject me, but I have to turn my face towards Jesus and recognize that not only did he endure that, but he called you and me to endure the same thing. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, which sometimes you just got to survive. Living, which sometimes you got to do better than surviving. And prevailing, which is the best, and that's where we want to be as often as we can. Also, politics, entertainment, and current events. Not that I want to. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, by the way, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, Los Angeles. 
lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Talking to dynamite D, that's like talking to somebody who you know when you're talking to him, that dude right there that you're talking to is praying for you. Correct. There you go. I mean, you have to love that. It's like, this guy's praying for me. You should be able to talk to him all day long. It's like, thank you, thank you. Here, I need this. Okay, here's the whole thing. I want you to understand. Maybe you've got a praise report. We want to hear it. If you can, if you can share it, great. Maybe you've got a prayer request. We want to pray with you. We want to join our faith. What we want to do is do the faith together. Pushing past some of the dumb, dumb things that we often get caught up in. We operate more out of Hebrews 3.13 and Hebrews 10.25, taking care of one another, blessing one another, encouraging one another as we see the day of the return of Jesus Christ getting closer and closer. Again, we go to, uh, to King David in Psalm 119, verse 63. I am a companion to all them that fear you. I don't care if you're an ankle in the body, a shoulder, an elbow, a finger, a kneecap. Well, you don't want to be my kneecap, so you better be somebody's kneecap. Any part of the body is great because we're all under the head, which is Christ, if we're truly connected. So that's an important part of what we do. So if you've got that going on, don't hesitate. We're going to do our trivia question in a second, but I do want to give a strong acknowledgement. Uh, it turns out today that Dr. Charles Stanley passed away, and I just want to let you know that I I, I I now I don't listen to a lot of uh, radio and watch a lot of television in the sense of, you know, doing the the faith-oriented kind of stuff. In fact, I watch Green Acres. But that's not the point. The point is, Charles Stanley, exceedingly influential in my life, great teacher. Uh, I I know all about uh, him and his son. I did a study uh, in regards to his son in one of my uh, theological classes. Uh, and, and their whole, uh, the families, there was uh, some family disagreement as to how to go in the ministry. I love everything about how they did. They were honest. They were real. They were good. And you know what? Charles Stanley, he'll still be on because they'll do replays. But kind of like the Ray thing, you'll be missed. Fantastic person. So uh, hats off there. Okay? All right. Now we'll do the trivia question. As soon as I find my trivia piece of paper, which I did something with, which I don't know where I did that with, but I got to find it. Uh, trivia. Oh, here it is. Okay, good, good for you. All right, this should be easy. You already did one on uh, Dave, uh, David when he was under Saul, so you kind of get the direction where this is all going to go on these. How many throws did it take David to hit Goliath? How many throws did it take David to hit Goliath? There you go. And as a sidebar, how many was he ready for? <laughs> that was very me and the Mr. Spoon. I know I'm pretty good at that. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. I still need you guys praying for my wife. Uh, she's doing a really good job of, uh, of raising up, you know, because we had to put Levi down last week. Uh, but then we got in, in, in the mail when we got home, there was a letter from the place that uh, helped put him down, and they had his paw print, and everybody wrote a special little letter, and then she just broke down. <laughs> but she's doing better, but just keep praying for her. We're doing fine. Uh, we're, we're trying to get Bert to kind of acclimate, and now we're praying about what do we need to get another dog or not. <laughs> you know what? One day at a time. <laughs> Wasn't that a TV show? One day. Okay. All right. Somebody's ready to answer trivia questions, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? 
Hi, David. This is Deborah. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Deborah. I'm, I, I, I enjoyed the trip, but I'm glad to be back. <laughs> you can read into that whatever you want to. I'm just saying, glad to be back. How about that? That's a good way to say it. All right. Here we go. All right. How many throws did it take David to hit Goliath? One. That is correct, Armando. Now, how many was he prepared for? Five. Correct, Armando, again. You got it. Yay. Got a double on that one. That's a good job. He was ready for five. And it's been said, oh, it's because the, the guy had four brothers or whatever. It's like, no, no, it wasn't. He was ready. If he missed, he was ready to go again. He was confident. And the Lord said, that's cute, but I'll just make this happen now. <laughs> right? Okay, well, God bless y'all. Y'all have a great day. All right, thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Where are we? We're rolling. We're here. We're alive. Back in full motion. Okay. Literally. It's like it's no, did I leave? I don't remember. I remember coming back. I just Okay, here we go. Galatia. Now, don't get mad at me. I didn't write this. I'm going to say that ahead of time because Paul does not. He's not a. He don't pull punches, right? This is the. This is some of his best stuff, though. So, this is the book that the Lord led me to when I first got saved, but uh, it was not yet delivered. And I still read this book over and over again. Galatians chapter one. We already did the. You know, I'm shocked you're turning away so soon from God. But now we're going to go to verse eight. It says, "Let God's curse." fall on anyone, including myself, who preaches any other message than the one we told you about. Even if an angel comes from heaven and preaches another message, let him be forever cursed. Just, just, Just stop, okay? I love these because you, you to break it down will give you just this better understanding. There is no pullback. There is no reservation. The first thing he says is let that curse fall on anybody, and he puts himself there. If he preaches a gospel that's different than the gospel that Jesus has revealed to him, that's different than a gospel that depends on the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, if he preaches that, he should be cursed. So he's not dropping this on other people before he drops it on himself. When you do the gospel, here's the gospel, uh, here's the whole gospel, and you also have to, bing, 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 trouble. Because that is what the distortion of a gospel is. You take the gospel and you insert other stuff and he pulls it on himself first so i want you to understand as mean as it sounds he's he's setting the agenda now i know there's people that's like well you you know the the message can never be better than the person okay first of all that is not what the scripture says one verse that makes reference to us living the gospel out uh as as the example in the sense of uh, you know live to a high standard but there's 50 that say the gospel is way past us So don't get caught up in that. The gospel message is better than you. You want to know why? Because it's Jesus' work. You can share it, and you can move to it. But if you will read Philippians chapter 1, you find out Paul goes, uh, some people preach Christ out of uh, envy and strife, others out of goodwill. And then Paul goes, I don't care. (laughs) I just want Jesus preached. 
So he doesn't even care. It's like, so you got to, you got to like, oh, yeah, the gospel message is the, and to touch the greatest message ever communicated to mankind and to distort it and to make it muddy deserves as much wrath as can be pulled upon somebody. Then he takes that next step and he does take that next step. And he just says, even if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be accursed. So for all those people that think, well, it's absolutely impossible for there to be some space guy shows up and says, I have all the answers for the universe. Do what I say. Listen to me. Blah, 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 blah. You can just see it right here in the text. It's like, well, yeah, well, that's really not what Paul said. An angel is a messenger. So you can't sit there and think an angel. You, you can't just think of angel with wings and a halo. And you don't know what form it'll take. We do know that, that Satan distorts and comes as an angel of light. So you better hold off there. But he's just like any other being. He just It's not just on earth. It's anywhere. Somebody touches the gospel message, there'll be trouble. There'll be real trouble. Get that? Ooh. That's almost scary, isn't it? It's like, ooh, my goodness. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, six grandchildren, and a dog named Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree of theological studies and is involved in a Ph.D. program. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local, and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. What is the purpose of human creation? God was bored and wanted a tinker toy set to play with. He wanted a Petri dish to look at so he can go, <laughs> Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. As opposed to the mindset that says, well, this whole thing is a divine experiment. The Lord was bored. Impossible to be bored if you're not stuck by time, by the way. Oh, you, di you didn't think of that, right? Because he's not bound by time. The purpose of human creation ultimately is four words. Uh, here we go. The purpose of creation for humanity to fellowship with God. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on 770 KAAM. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media, 
And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. So let me just give you a little story, and then we'll do the trivia question and everything else. So get ready. Okay, ready? This is a classic, right? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not complaining to you. I'm just telling you what happened. This helps you identify with me. And you can understand why it's very important for me to limit my complaining. So we get uh, to the airport to go home. Everything is absolutely fine on the departure home. But Noelle and I are very close. I'm not trying to get weird on you or anything like that, but we're like, you know, very close, right? So for us, you know, we've only spent two nights apart ever. And so, you know, and one was an emergency. And then, uh, you know, we're just kind of like that. And so we get on the plane and we're in the last cattle call (laughs) for the plane. And so we already know we're not going to be able to sit together, which is like, I mean, you, I'm not kidding you. My wife was doing that fake cry thing where you go like that. So we did find two middle seats in the same aisle, right? So you think that's good enough. It's like not for us. But uh, so we did sit there. So the one thing that happened, and you got to be praying for me, is I, I had to sit between these two people. And I don't like to be intrusive on people, especially on a plane. And I'm not small. <laughs> So I had to be squished and immovable for two and a half hours. Guess guess what's hurting? And then I had to drive for an hour. And then I had to drive an hour to get there. Guess what's hurting, knee? And so um, you need to pray. I'm icing it. I'm icing it. When I get home, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Even though I can lose most of what I had gained, I'm just going to have to ice it. But I still need prayer. <laughs> I'll be praying for you. And that's be really pray. sweet with you and Noel, Dave. That's really yeah. sweet. We just, but you know, and then, uh, and then, she was able to use her phone to watch the movie. Like there's like free movies or whatever you can watch it. But I couldn't use my. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I just looked Stuck at in the, the middle. I looked at the Lord and smiled and bent down to my bag. And right at that time, the guy pushed his chair back and hit me in the head with his chair. And what I else just, could go wrong? I just sat back and I thought, get me to Texas. Get me home. Yes, yes, yes. Get me. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you guys would have somewhat find that amusing. All right. Here's your trivia question. Yeah, at least you know what happened. Uh, when David wanted to fight Goliath, what did Saul try to give him? David wanted to fight Goliath. What did Saul try to give him you think you know the answer 972 445 0770 
You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Somebody is calling in. Uh, I do want to do this real quickly. I want to acknowledge everybody who uh, is uh, been uh, texting back. So James and Abraham and Annika and Deb and Al and Joy have all been killing it, doing a solidly excellent job. Although when Al just sent his, only the first half of the word came in. (laughs) So you have to just think about how funny that is in lieu of the answer. Uh, Okay, let's go ahead and send the person on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Larry. Hi, Larry. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing much better. Glad to be back in Texas. That's just the nicest way to say it without insulting anybody anywhere else. Glad to be <laughs> glad to be glad to be Amen, home. Brother. Glad to be home. How about that? You know? I should have been born here, but that's besides the point. Uh, <laughs> all right, you ready, you ready for the trivia question? Well, I believe I am. All right, here we go. When uh, David uh, wanted to fight Goliath, what did Saul try to give him? Well, they didn't think he could handle it in what he had on, so he thought he'd give him some battle gear, including his sword and his breastplate and probably his helmet. That is correct, Amundo! Excellent, excellent, excellent job. And so remember what David did? David David put them on, and he said something really interesting. I think he said, I have not tested these. I'm like, these are not something that I have proven can work. They may work for you, but I walk with the Lord, and I don't got approval on this one. And he goes, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Right? Excellent. Excellent job, brother. That's terrific, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. I just love it. Great, 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 great story of faith and, oh, everything about it's awesome. Oh, yeah. David's got it going, doesn't he? <laughs> he's, he's just, he just have to just, oh, that guy is just, uh, he's a, you thank know, you. Fantastic. Appreciate you. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Bye bye. All right. Good for Larry to call in. Fun, right? I think that's what uh, we're in Larry for, right? So that's yeah. good. Yeah. You know, that's my All prayer. Right. All right. All right. Get ready now. I have to go a little longer because, and I'm not going to spend a ton of time on the teach. The second part of the teach is super important, but I do have to do these a couple of jokes because I've been off the air and I haven't done jokes for a while. Okay, so this one is for Aunt Deb. Okay, this is for Aunt Deb. You know, want to know why? You'll understand why. Aunt Deb, this is for you. What did the frustrated cat say? What did the frustrated cat say? The cat said, "Are you kidding me? Right, meow." <laughs> you see, you see. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right meow? Okay, all right, there you go. All right, uh, it's funny. All right, this is a great joke. I hope you guys get it. It's a little bit of thought process, but here we go. Here we go. Uh, do you know why you never see elephants hiding up in trees? Do you know why you never see elephants hiding up in trees? You want to know why? Because they're really good at it. You're killing me, Smalls. Because <laughs> they're, they're really good at it. Come on. All right, here's the last one. Because <laughs> they're really good at it. All right, you got to follow. Gotta, I need three, five, five sentences before we dump. So just let me get to you. You'll know right when it's there. Okay. 
this is what the the one person says. What cartoon mouse walks on two feet? The response of the people, Mickey Mouse. And then the person says, what duck walks on two feet? And they all go, Donald Duck. And he goes, no, all ducks do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Last but not least, why did the cowboy adopt a wiener dog? Why did the cowboy adopt a wiener dog? He wanted to get a long little doggy. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, we did. All right, here we go. (laughs) Therapy. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Here we go. Let's go into this. We're not going to spend a ton of time, but I do want to point this out. Some people are really going to like me for this, and some people will take offense to it. And if you're going to take offense, make it a chain leak fence, and I'd rather have it be plastic. Uh, So verse 8, let's let God's curse fall on anyone, including myself, who preaches any other message than the one we told you about. Even if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be forever cursed. Verse 9, I will say it again. (laughs) Hey, you think I'm kidding? I'm going to give you a repeat. I'm going to say it again. If anyone preaches any other gospel than the one you welcomed, let God's curse fall upon that person. So, you can't even you can't pull back from this and go, well, that's not what he meant. I mean, he's like, I'm going to say it again, just so that you guys understand how important this is. That message of the gospel that you received, it 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 began, it launched in you a walk with the Lord. Sure, as you developed and you grew and as you're growing, sure, there's things you learn, additional things you come in to understand. You grow in your faith. You grow in your Bible knowledge. You grow in the entire process. Absolutely. But the initial proclamation of the gospel, it doesn't need to be accompanied by anything. And specifically in these instances, what Paul is writing about is that what had happened is that the gospel that was being preached, they were saying you have to do all this stuff, plus you have to be circumcised. And if you're not circumcised, it doesn't matter if you accept the gospel. It's irrelevant because if you don't get circumcised, the gospel doesn't apply. That was the distortion of the teaching. And so Paul spends this entire epistle, the entire epistle, trying to explain to the Galatians how not only wrong that is, but how incredibly irresponsible and how insulting to God that is. Because what they're saying is the message from God is not enough. And talk about distorting, because you have the gospel. Jesus died on the cross according to the scriptures. He was buried, and then three days later he rose again according to the scriptures. It's 1 Corinthians 15, 1, 2, 3, and 4. You can't miss it. It's like you want to get into all the different nuances. That's the gospel in a nutshell. For God so loved the world that gave his one and only son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I like that translation that says, this is how God showed the world he loved them. He gave his one and only son. So that's an excellent way to say that because it's actually more accurate. Here's the thing, though. I don't care about the translation difference. I care about the message difference. And what Paul says, if anyone preaches any other message, he doesn't say any other translation. He says any other message. And the message is salvation is in Jesus Christ, period. And then he takes that time, and we'll just say this briefly because it's just too funny, and I'm sorry. And, by the way, I was escorted out of the Mormon (laughs) visitor center when I jumped up on the table and said, you're all going to hell if you believe the gospel. (laughs) That didn't go well. Anyway, the, the point is 
Look, there's only one significant offshoot group that has an angel that gave, you know, stuff to create a new message thingy and the whole thingy and, uh, yeah, and, and, and it is very close to the word moron, which is not my fault. I did not invent the story. It's not my story. It's their story, which I think is really funny. Uh, so anyhow, uh, I just think, you know, if an angel comes and preaches another gospel, no. Okay, watch this. Ready? No. Ready? Ready? No. Okay. Jesus Christ. That is the core of the gospel always. Okay? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770. Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. The deterioration of the ecosystem, or creation itself, is definitely the result of man. You say, well, how can you say that? Well, Romans chapter 8, verse 19 through 21. I just read the scriptures. I don't need anything else. The Bible says this, the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Creation itself is longing for the redemption that comes through Jesus Christ, and until that takes place, it is on a collision course down. The result of the ecosystem or creation itself crashing is a result of man's sin in the garden. So when they say, oh, well, it's not man-made, Oh, yes, it is. Of course it's man-made. It's because we messed up in the garden. But I wasn't with Adam and Eve. You were in the person of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to use it, you were in the life-giving force of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to really say it, you were in the loins of Adam and Eve. You were there, too. They stuck their fist up to God and said, nope. (laughs) And God went, okie dokie, here's the result. The David Spoon Experience. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. Now here we're going to inject a little tougher question. Not entirely, but just a little bit. Okay, ready? All right. Who of greatest significance eventually came from the lineage of King David? Okay, okay, okay. Who? Now I'm just hoping people don't think, well, you went on vacation to come back and he's going to be mature. <laughs> that's hilarious. Some things don't change. Yeah, that, that's never, that's never, never going to happen. I wouldn't even know why people would even think that. Uh, who eventually of significance, the most significance, came from the lineage of King David? Okay. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at org. Now, it is here that we send you to the website, so there's three things to tell you real fast. One, ministry expansion is going to be happening, uh, but we're still walking through the process. So please be praying for us. Number two. It is likely that we are going to finally get an iPhone app. Okay, so it takes a little while. You know, you know, I move like molasses. iPhone app, Dave. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. And then the last thing to tell you is, uh, you got to be able uh, to either pray for us, or if you can donate and be a part of the giving process, that'd be great. And the reason is the funds are really helpful for us to do something like pay the radio bill and give Dave gas to go. And people are like, "Well, aren't you making a lot of money?" Not even minimum wage. So I don't want. <laughs> I don't even want to hear. Here's what I want: just do your best. We'll all pray that it's blessed. And we'll let Jesus take care of the rest. You can either give on the um, website or on the website. Tell you how to give if you don't want to use the website. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. rooster or something was that a hen or rooster or what okay we're just gonna move on uh that was different all right <laughs> i gotta talk to jennifer all right our question who of the most significance notice notice that phrasing there who of the most significance who eventually came from the lineage of king david Okay, so we're looking for the mo- who'd be the most significant. And if you're really trying to figure it out, I will I will help you, and I will give you this one hint. So I just want to make sure you know it. Matthew chapter one verse one. That is the bet. You can't go any better than that. Matthew chapter one, verse one. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is uh, I got uh, uh, dynamite uh, tied up on the phone there. So we're going to go into the teaching. And then what we're going to do is we'll do our history in the fourth or the last last portion of the show. 
Okay, so it gives him some time, and then he can work through what he's got to work through. Okay, all right. Here's the next portion of what Paul says. Now, keep in mind, we just did verse 8 and 9 in Galatians 1, and not not pleasant per se in the sense of he's like going, look, this you can't, you can't be messing up the gospel. You can't be using the gospel and then adding on, or you can't be using the gospel and taking away. You can't do it either either direction. So it's important to understand what what we're going to approach on this is the full understanding that Paul doesn't give room for a greasy grace or for a works-oriented only gospel. It's just like, that's not hard. You can't go too far to the left and too far to the right. In fact, you ought to be walking down the middle. So he says this. He says, look, a curse will fall on anybody that preaches the wrong gospel. I don't care if it's an angel from heaven. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's uh, another being that's not even on earth, and they come down and they give you another gospel. I don't care if they come in a spaceship. And it's like, he doesn't care. It's a curse, period. And then he says this in verse 10, obviously, and I like this text, I like this particular translation, because that is the the uh, the emphasis of what he's saying right here. Obviously, I'm not trying to be a people pleaser. <laughs> it's like, here's, here's how this breaks down, because I just want you to have it so you can hold on to it. All right? If we try to do a gospel that has a requirement that has the human element that uh, requires our uh, our effectiveness, then it's not God's salvation. It's God's salvation plus uh, us us participating in it. If we give people a gospel that has no responsibility and is a watered-down gospel, then that tendency then will make us more world-like and we will be more accepting of whatever. And so in the world today, it's what people will say is, you know, they'll just say, and I'm going to say it, don't be upset, love is enough, okay? But The problem with that saying from the world is their definition of love is not God's definition of love. In God's definition of love, Jesus said, as many as I love, I rebuke. Now, try to add that rebuke part in the definition of love when you're talking to people in the world who think that think that love is just everybody, just everybody get along. And then the ultimate irony is everybody get along except for the Christians because they have a very specific point of view and they're intolerant. So be tolerant of everybody but the Christians who are not tolerant and therefore will be intolerant to them. It is a mass contradiction. It is mass confusion. And you want to know why it's mass confusion? Because Satan is at the core of some of that bizarre stuff, and human flesh and worldliness are promoting the rest of that bizarre stuff, and they can't even figure out amongst themselves. I actually watched a clip where there were a group of people, I know, I'm just going to say it, and there were uh, LGBTQTURST, and there was like all these different variants in this meeting. And every other sentence from the audience was, I object to the term this because it includes this. And then the other person in the back, I object to the term this because it's this, this, this. And that went on. Not not one single thing was accomplished, which, praise the Lord, because that's just we don't care about that. But they could it's so confusing. Well, man trying to establish his own righteousness is downright confusing, isn't it? Political correctness is confusing. You want to know why? Because it's man trying to establish his own righteousness apart from God. Well, of course it's confusing. It's dumb. Well, you can't say it's dumb. You're right. It's stupid. Okay. 
<laughs> is that better? <laughs> so like, it's unbelievable. And you just and you don't even have to be mean about it. You just look at it and go, oh boy. You know, and that's like I've eaten six tacos. Time now to have thirty more. What? But that's dumb. That's <laughs> what that would be. And so you just you look at all this stuff and you go, look, Paul is making it clear. I'm not going to be a people pleaser. I'm not going to live my life to the acceptance of the people because, and I wrote this down and I love this part of it, because being a people pleaser means compromising the gospel. And what is it that Paul just said? Hey, you guys promote a gospel that is not the gospel? Cursed. You take a gospel and add on to it because the world wants you to? Cursed. You see what it's going? It's like, no, no, there is, there is none of that. We do not do that, right? You can't do that. And you think, well, no, you, you've got to tolerate everybody. Jesus didn't. And in fact, they didn't like Jesus, to be honest. The truth of the matter is we follow the Lord Jesus Christ and we stand for his truth. And if people don't like it, that is their decision to reject the truth. You and I are not going to do that because we know who has the words of life. And that would be Jesus, which, by the way, is the answer to the trivia question. Who eventually, of the most significant, came from the lineage of David? Jesus. The most significant one. Okay? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770. Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? For this is the kind of high priest we need. Holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins and then those of the people. He did this once for all when he offered himself. Now watch this. Oh boy, this is so unbelievable. Jesus is a unique kind of priest. He is your high priest. He is so unique. And you think, well, why? What, what is it that makes Jesus unique? And you already know, well, it's because he's, you know, born from the Holy Spirit and he's born from Mary. So he's fully man, fully God. And it's like, okay, I get that part. But there's something else that we miss quite often. And that is Jesus is undefiled, separated for, from sinners. And verse 27 says he doesn't, he, he doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day like the high priests do, first for their own own sins. So let me explain this to you. When priests or petitioners or people are praying on your behalf, every human being has to deal with their own set of sins. 
It doesn't matter if it's the high priest of Israel. It doesn't matter if it's, high, if, if it's the high priest one year, 20 years later, 40 years later. There is something that takes place. It's the same dynamic that takes place when you spend time with the Lord and you come before the Lord and you thank him and you recognize the grace of God enables you to stand because apart from that, the grace, apart from the mercy, apart from the love that comes from the Lord and the redeeming work from, from Jesus Christ that you receive by faith, that he gives by grace, apart from that, you're a mess. And so when you come before the Lord, you're like, Lord, you know, please forgive me. Please don't be mad. Please, you know, don't chasten me. David said it great. Don't chasten me in your hot displeasure. I don't want to get you irritated. Nah, 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 nah. You see, when Jesus comes and petitions for us, he doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't have to be centered on himself to be forgiven because there's nothing for him to be forgiven. He's sinless. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices for what he's done or for any of the lacking that he uh, would have if he was a regular human priest. So when Jesus comes on our behalf, there's nothing, get this, get this, here it is. There's nothing distracting him in his life. He is only focused on our well-being. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where I think it's fair to say this was a pretty fast show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. Um, okay, uh, got a trivia question. I'm going to ask that. We're going to do history, and then we're going to do the final part of the teach. Okay? All right. If you need prayer for something, don't hesitate to go to the website and fill out a little prayer form. Nobody else sees it. It's no spam, no anything. We just pray for it. Uh, oh, yeah, you're still looking at that. We got. I got to talk to – let's wait till tomorrow and bring that up because I want to talk to Rosalind about this. So we got new brochures that are on the website, but uh, I was praying about something, and I'm going to talk to Deb about it and talk to Rosalind about it because I – Came up with a really good idea, so I'm going to talk to Rosalind today. Sometimes I send her an email. All right, so Rosalind, if you're listening, you're getting an email. Okay, good. All right, uh, here's your last trivia question. Ready? All right, and you don't have to say this perfectly. Just a trivia question. How did David kill Goliath? Okay. How did David kill Goliath? Don't say he made him watch reruns of Maud. That's not going to be it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Though that's funny. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Uh, it's 214-210-843. You can send an email, david at org. Those are all ways to go about that. In the meantime, we are going to do our history. All right, uh, a couple of things to cover. Today is Boston Marathon Day, and so I don't know if that's still going on the way that they used to do that, but, you know, remember that attack so many years ago. Uh, National Animal Crackers Day. I happen Ooh. to be – I like animal love crackers. animal crackers. It's been a while, though. Right, right? I mean, I just want to know one person in the world 
who has eaten an animal cracker in their entire life and at one point didn't make the sound of the animal. Right? Interesting. <laughs> you have the little animal. It's like, you know, Rrr! you know, whatever it is. You can, whatever yeah. it is, you know, right? All right. Uh, today is National Stress Awareness Day. I could have used that yesterday when I was stuck in the uh, seat, but that's okay. Uh, today is Juggler's Day. You can juggle, didn't you? Uh, I can, but not well. Okay. That's a nice way to put it. Let's put it this way. If I was juggling and it was uh, something important that could hurt people, I would not be the one you would choose. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, uh, 1938 on this day, 1938 on this day, Superman Action Comics number one featuring Superman first hit the newsstands. It's now the most expensive comic book of all time. It also serves as Superman's official birthday. So just so you can be aware of that, if you come across a Superman action number one, you got some money. We, we will take the tithe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be setting up the ministry for, oh, I don't know, 180 years. Expansion. Yeah, that'd be serious. Some serious stuff. All right. Uh, trivia question. How did David kill Goliath? And I'm not looking for you to say it perfectly. You can get the, you get the general idea. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483. That is the number to text. And then david at hemusincrease.org. That is the email. Final portion of our text for this section of Galatians, and so I'm going to do the, I'd like to do kind of a read, like a ramp-up read, just so that you can kind of follow it, because I don't want you to to miss where he's really trying to go with this. Okay, I'm going to do that. So just follow. This is in the NLT. Don't be upset if your version says anything different. Relax. He says, I'm going all the way from verse 6 to verse 10, so follow me. I'm shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who in his love and mercy called you to share the eternal life he gives through Christ. You are already following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but it's not the good news at all. You're being fooled by those who twist and change the truth concerning Christ. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including myself, who preaches any other message than the one we told you about. Even if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be forever cursed. I will say it again. If anyone preaches any other gospel than the one you welcomed, let God's curse fall upon that person. Now, obviously, I'm not trying to be a people pleaser. No, I'm trying to please God. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be Christ's servant. Okay? All right. Ready for this? <laughs> this is in the Gospel of John chapter 12. Verse 42, many people, including some of the Jewish leaders, believed in Jesus, but they wouldn't admit it to anyone because of their fear that the Pharisees would expel them from the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than the praise of God. We can love human praise so much that we will not make a confession of Jesus Christ and thereby be saved. That's how deep that can go. And Paul, who's, you know, this is, of all the people that get mad at him for all this stuff, this is like the tough, this is the real tough. He goes, look, look, I'm not trying to please people. 
If I was trying to please people, I wouldn't be a Christian. Do you get that? Do you get, I mean, are you following that? I mean, somebody ought to wake up Karl Marx and give him a slap across the face going, our faith is an opiate. Are you crazy? We are standing in the days where being a Christian puts a target on your back that's bigger than it has ever been in this country. And the fact of the matter is, if we are going to please God, we'll compromise the gospel. Or please people, we're going to compromise the gospel. If you want to please God, you will not compromise the gospel. Make sure you get that right. If you want to please God, you will never compromise the gospel. If you want to please the world, you will compromise the gospel. And if you compromise the gospel, you're cursed. <laughs> wait, wait, what? And then there's the people that are like, well, I'm just going to stay out of this whole thing. No, nah, it doesn't work that way. You're either on one side or the other. There is no middle. Oh, sure, Dave, there's this middle part. No, there's not. <laughs> there is no middle. You're either for the kingdom of God or you're not. And so why that's important is because you could suffer for your faith. Oh, congratulations. In fact, the scripture says you are honored if you can suffer for Jesus. We want to be like the first church. We just don't want to have any problems, though, whatsoever. Never. Oh, they're restricting our parking. It's just like persecution. Okay. You know what? People were sawed in half. <laughs> it wasn't a parking lot issue. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that you understand. This is a serious stuff from the Lord. And if we're going to please God, then we're not going to water down the message or change the message for anybody, including family. You can't change God's message. You can pray those people in, but you cannot accept Jesus Christ for them. And as, and as I know, oh, that's terrible. I'm right there with you. I totally understand. But you don't alter the message of God for anybody, anywhere, at any time. The truth stands and will not be changed, and if people reject the truth, that is their decision. So you think, well, this should have been cheerier. Well, here's something that's really cheery. You said yes, and God's commitment to you is eternal. That is cheery. God is prepping you preparing you and preparing a place. And when he merges you being prepared and him preparing a place, you will be dancing on streets of gold. Gold will be the ground. How much better will everything else be? Now that, that's hope. That's I'll float around, read the same magazine like there is in my dentist's office for the rest of eternity. I don't think that, that's how that goes. I think that's just a poor vision of what God has in mind. But eh, what do I know? I'm just an old chunk of coal, but I will be a diamond someday. Uh, how did David kill Goliath? Ready? With a slingshot and a stone and said, nighty night, Gracie, and down he went. And what's amazing about that is... It was a rock. It was a stone, however you want to say it. But I love this, this saying. With a rock, Goliath went down, right? And we stand upon the rock. 
and Goliath was the bad guy. So let all the bad guys fall down because of the rock. Okay. Got it. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoon Anity. Talk to you then. Most of my life, it feels like I've been the views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.